What if you did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if you did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work. You know what? I gotta admit, what if it did work? I love the song. I love the meaning. Maybe I'm biased, but I love that podcast. One of my favorites. And you know what? I know you're waiting for that episode. So am I. It's one of my favorite episodes. But how about doing something different in your life? How about a free webinar? Hey, I did it. So you know it's good. It's just ask for it. You're going to be like, what's just ask for it? Entrepreneurs, salespeople, everybody in general, you're up at night. You're all bent and twisted. Where's your next sale coming from? Where are the leads? How am I going to get that next referral? Aren't you tired of working in your business and not your business working for you? Aren't you tired of missing out? on all those amazing events, the family functions, the travel soccer games, the graduations, because you're a slave to your business, but not anymore. This will help you compress time so you can live your life. You can live your passions because I know it's not chasing leads and chasing sales. Just ask for it. What will it do? Double your referrals, triple your leads, quadruple your sales. It's all about compressing time. You're going to say, how do I find it? omarmadrano.com backslash webinar backslash. Worst case, omarmadrano.com. You'll find it. Hey, we're like-minded souls. Enough as surviving. Your whole life was meant to be thriving. What if it did work? Well, another day, another dollar, another Wednesday, brand new episode of What If It Did Work? Well, this is one of my, I got to say, Nolly, to have you on the show. I I feel blessed. I I know we went at the the business rumble and all, but, you know, we both survived. And man, thank you for, for taking the time out. Thank you for being here with me. Yeah, I love it, Omar. We had a great time on that rumble, boy. That, that was, <laughs> and, and, you know, it was really good. I was talking to Steve about it, or our mutual friend, Steve, and he, I was like, man, that really helped me kind of solidify because you never, you never get in a position where you have to sort of like defend what you, you know, what, what you're talking about. Like, what, what are you talking about? Is this the, cause it, and, and the three hour workday, what we were talking about, it absolutely sounds ludicrous. And so I oh, kind of, but, but dude, I, I, I'm a guy that my second book is almost completed and it's called the vacation CEO. So clearly I'm a guy that, I, I, don't, I don't believe in working 12, 14, 16 hours, Monday through Sunday, you know, that's, right. that, that that's an old saying, or the, usually it's lazy people that say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While they're working their 40 hour work week at, at home, right. at, 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 you know, at the office. So, yeah, yeah no, for exactly. Sure, bro. exactly. You always have to pivot because you always have to, to me, it's always you have to look at things through other people's eyes. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody, in order to sell, you have to understand their, their world. You have to understand 
and, and you have to know what they tick. Now, if if you would have been that topic was is your baby, but if you would have picked, hey, you have to work like a dog, then it, clearly I'd have to take the other position and it'd be easier to talk. But, you know, there's in life, you have to realize that there's no right. There's no wrong. That's that's exactly right. That's that true. It, it's just another person's perspective. Correct. So that Correct. that means it, it's the other when when it's not that you're completely wrong. It's the other person has been different or he's been right. raised differently, different Correct. environment. And that's Correct. that's, you know, when people talk politics or like people like, well, this guy's California, this guy's from, you know. Yeah, I don't want that California stuff going on. Well, they're ra- everybody's raised differently. Now. Yep. And, and right. the thing is, you we we don't understand to sell is to persuade. To sell mm-hmm. is to connect, including with the the vaccine. Why why wasn't more people taking the vaccine? Not because of what you just can't say you're an idiot for not taking it. Right. Trust the science and the story. You're going right. to double down, man. I don't, I don't care. You know, you don't you don't go off on an offensive when you're trying to sell a product or when Correct. you're trying to, you know, you always that's a good go. Point. Yeah, that's man. A good and point. that's why <laughs> I, I look at people. One, I don't get bent and twisted over anything. So when somebody wants to argue with me, I'll, I'll agree with their, I'll, I'll back down and, I'll, you know, I will listen to them because mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to change somebody's opinion, man. You're, you ain't going to change somebody's opinion. That's right. You know? it, That's right. It, 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 it's like it's like when somebody says, you know, go to my church. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm fine with my church. Well, yeah. then they'll be like, they're they're selling tactics. Is well, this is the reasons why my church yeah. is better. You're going to put somebody on the defensive, man. That's like, yeah. like me telling you, Nolly, I've got this great product. It, it's going to help you lose weight because you look like shit. You're fat. Yeah. You're going to be like, you know, even if <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. everybody knowledge does not need to lose weight. But am I right? You're going to yeah. be on the defense. Well, everybody wants to buy, but nobody wants to be sold. That's the bottom line. Exactly. And I remember my, my wife is like that. I remember one time we were in a, in a department store and, you know, I always say this is not 100 percent true, but I always say, you know, guys, we go to we go to buy and women go to shop. And so my wife was in the store, but my my wife is different. She likes to just go buy stuff. But she's like she's in and out. And we were she wanted to buy this purse. And so she got her credit card out. She was about to make the purchase. And before she swiped it, this back when we used to swipe cards, before she swiped, she asked the lady a question. And then she was like, okay, she, she got that answered. And then she was about to swipe again. She asked another question, but she kept pulling her card back before she would, she, you know, and so when I, one of the things that I tell people, Omar, I say, one of my students, I say, you know, and when you think when somebody's asking you a question or they have an objection to your product or service, when they have an objection an, an objection is an opportunity. That's just another word for opportunity, because a lot of people think objection equals rejection. No, mm-hmm. if they're asking questions like, well, are you sure this works? Or no, nah, this doesn't sound right. Are you what's your return policy? You know, things like that. You know, they're just they're just it's they're just throwing out objections because they want to know where the back door is before they go into the front door. Exactly. You know? And so but, but the problem is when people hear the objection, they right. go on the defensive mode. They're like, this person's rejecting me. This person's rejecting my product. They don't understand. Clearly, they just have more questions because it was a flat out. No, they would have zero questions. 
They would walk Absolutely up, right. They would say, end the story. The yeah. thing is, people do not know how to sell. They, That's why the bottom would you line. go on the offensive, man? Why would That's you? The bottom line. Why would you be upset? Clearly, we're having a conversation. And here, let me give let me give you three reasons why you should have this product. Right. Or better yet, let me listen to your objection. Let me see what your hang up is. I will listen instead of having my set my rebuttal, having this or that, or the reasons why you should buy, because listening is a great form of connecting. And that That's person right. be mind blown that you're not waiting to answer with more just throwing up on them. Well, this is the reason why you need to buy it. No, let's hear the person out. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then yeah. we'll give them the right answer. I like what you just said there because I, I've, I've, I've always heard it, but I heard it differently than the way you said it. Um, what you said was listening is learning. Like listening is learning. And, and I never thought about it that way. So, you know, when, when you're listening to someone, even if they have an objection to the product or service that you're putting forth, um, you're learning you're actually learning how to sell better because you're learning what their concerns are. You know, what are they articulating that is, is an issue for them that could be an issue. Uh, And so, yeah, listening is learning. I like that a lot. And you're not like, okay, I got my script. I'm ready to answer, or I'm going to fill in with my answer before you finish. You're just listening. They have have everything memorized and they have the object, you know, the rebuttal to the objection memorized instead of just listening. And, they, yeah. you know, selling is a sensory thing. You have yeah. to use your ears. You ha- have to use your mouth. You have that's to right. use your eyes. It's so much. It, that's why, like, when Timeshare, they, the, in order to connect, you know, they, they, I'm Hispanic. So they would yeah. try to find the Hispanic to, to have a little bit of connection. You, yeah. you would walk in with your wife. They would have a, a black woman trying to, yeah. or black male trying to sell. And they're like, oh, I love your, I love your hat, Nolly. It's yeah, a nice yeah. cowboy hat. Yeah. Or do you, do you like country music or, or do you like yeah. what? Because visualization. But a lot Correct. of times people are like, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to throw up my script, you know, instead of yeah. just taking the time, seeing, watching, and hearing the other person and how they react. And, and, that, and like even seeing, you know, the body language. Is the person closed off? Does does the person look like he's getting ready to punch me in the face? Is he receptive? (laughs) But, you know, it's it's kind of funny that you should say that because um, it's also energy. And I'm I'm just learning about this in the last five years that, you know, when you and I get together and the energy is good, like the energy on that call was like hopping. I remember I had a, a webinar earlier or not a webinar, a, uh, a Zoom call. See, that's I'm, I'm going old school webinar. You know, I got I got to you know change my language here. But I had a, a Zoom call um, podcast interview earlier, and the guys, you know, he's kind of new at it. His energy, we just didn't. I mean, you know, I, I get along with everybody, so I mean, we hit it off good. But it, the energy was just kind of subdued. It wasn't quite there like what you and I had. And of course, we were doing a rumble, so that was just all out fun you know so yeah we we have like-minded views correct minded energy yeah and and it's easier to connect and that that's an easy sell that's Uh, easy what what selling comes in is when you you know you have a person that doesn't look like you that doesn't talk like you right but you still have the answer you still have the solution to that person's problem that's right that's right. That's right. And, yeah, I, and I got a quick question, man. Yeah. When, I, I know you're a hustler. I know you're a grinder because I read your bio and yeah. we're talking about that. 
When did yeah. it hit you that, man, hey, let me scale back. Let me work smarter instead of harder. Yeah. Yeah. So that hit me um, after. So I got I started in the music. Well, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 12, probably like what most was your of the dad. Year. Yeah. With my dad. My dad was an entrepreneur um, as well. And he and just like probably many of you listening right now to the podcast. I mean, you got you're there and you, you understand what that's like. But the last time I actually had a W2, I was 22 years old. The, the last time somebody gave me a paycheck that I didn't go out and earn. Uh, you know, what last time I was not self-employed or didn't have a side hustle uh, or si- like my side hustle was always my nine to five. And then I my real passion was my real the real deal. So I, I, I thought, man, that you had to work like from the time you rolled out of bed to the time you couldn't stay up anymore, like to midnight. So I was, I, you know, I, I enjoyed working. Plus I was, you know, it was a new project. It was a new thing. I was starting a record company when I was 20, 22, 23 years old. And, um, and it was just me. Like I had, I had to bring in, bring home the bacon. Um, and so that went on until, you know, I lost it all. It was really good. You know, we, we started the company with $1,800 that I had just got from family and friends. And within five years, Omar, we were making 150,000 a month in the business. When I was 29 years old that year, I made over $2 million actually within a six month period. And uh, three years later, I was broke. I was bankrupt. I had to sell my my 6,000 square foot home and the 10 acre property. And I was busted. And I had put in all this work, man. I mean, I had you know, and I was, I was disillusioned. I was like, so this is how it ends. Like, you know, I was, I was pissed too, you know? And so when I got in the real estate game, I, I started seeing that there had to be a different way to do this. Like I couldn't, I didn't have it in me, man. You know how, when you're, when you're young, you, you grind, you, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, you you can sell, you can sell, or you can do anything. One, you're, you're young. You don't know any better. It's like, Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. And, And then, you know, and you realize after a while, you're like, this isn't my purpose, man. My, my purpose right. ain't right. creating money for a, another company. My, my yeah. purpose isn't living someone else's dream or, or you know, being Absolutely. a tool, a facilitator yeah. of someone else's dream. Yeah. And it's, and it's inefficient. A lot of, a lot of businesses run extremely inefficiently and it's, and most entrepreneurs are very inefficient. What I mean by that is 90% of the things that they do, like, let's say, for example, you say you want to make, you know, you're listening, you say, hey, I want to make 15,000 a month. That's my goal or 20,000 a month, whatever your number is. And, but when you look at the things that you actually do during any given day, those things are not the most dollar, most of them are not the things that are going to move the needle toward you getting that 20 grand a month payday that you know that, that you want you're doing administrative tasks you're filling out paperwork you're putting out small fires you're doing a lot of things you're doing a lot of busy work but it's not really going toward moving the needle the trajectory and I started noticing that Omar and when I was eight months in the real estate business I made a list of everything that I do because I was overwhelmed I was my my career kicked off really good you know I was 33 when I got in into a new career of real estate. And I, I sold my first 74 days in the business. I sold 21 homes and I was, I was overwhelmed. Like I had a lot of business, but I needed help. So I made a list of everything that I do on a listing and there was 46 different things. And I rated them from one to five. One means I hate it. Two means I 
don't like it. Three means I like it. Four means I really like it. And five means I love it. And I rated every single task that I do. And I started doing this uh, for, for about two or three days. I would walk, go through the day and write down everything I was doing. And then I was like, okay, what can I scrape off my plate? And what I, what I learned, Omar, eventually was that 91.3% of those 46 activities could be delegated. Like you didn't even need a license to do them. So they could be delegated to someone that didn't even have a license. So when I, when I figured that out, um, and then I rated them from one, one to five, I, I, I purposed in my heart at that point that I would only ever do fours and fives. So in other words, my day, my work day was going to be of the things I really like to do or love. And if I, even if I like it, I'm not going to do it. So that's, that was the beginning of me starting to uh, incorporate what I call the three hour work day. And a lot of people kind of misunderstand the three hour work day. So the three hour work day is a, is a set amount of time, three hours that you dedicate. It's a dedicated time block, if you want to use that word, where you basically say for three hours, they're only going to, it's going to be dedicated to dollar productive activities only things that will actually move the needle in my business. Um, and if you do that, it's like Pareto's principle, the 80, 20 rule, or really it's the 90, 10 for those of us who've been in the game a while, we realize that it's 10% of the activities are creating 90% of our income. Right. And so you can get your life to the point where you only do the 10% and it takes about three hours. And so eventually at the, at the far spectrum of it, at the, at the beginning, you might actually have a 10 hour workday, but I say work for three hours on only dollar productive activities. I don't care what you do the other seven. Okay. But eventually as you start delegating the other uh, tasks and activities, you get to the point where you don't, that's all you do is that is the 10%, if that makes sense. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I work a typical three hour day. Now I do have four employees or VAs, you call them, and they, they each work, uh, you know, 30, 40 hours and they, they're the ones that I've scraped off the rest of my hours to. So I'm still putting in the work. I'm just not personally doing it. Does that make sense? It, it's, it's perfect sense. What you're talking yeah. about is, you know, uh, we, we grew up with this mindset that you have to have, you know, your calendar, your scheduler planned out every half hour, every hour doing something. You know what? Who cares, man? Do what puts money in your pocket. What you did, what you're talking about right now is you scaled. Yeah. You leverage. You're leveraging these VAs, these three or four other people to do this, the minor stuff because you're majoring in the major stuff. You're majoring in stuff that's going to put money into your pocket and create the life that you want. Everything Absolutely. else, man. Why are you going to worry about stuff that's not going to move the needle? That's not going to put money in your pocket. That's yeah. called busy work. Do yeah. you know, scale that out, man. It's like getting your car washed. Yeah, sure. I can wash my car, but if I'm going to, if I can pay somebody $15, $20 an hour while I do something more productive then boom, bingo. There you go. That that's what it's all about. And the re the, we, we, because we, um, the way this country was set up in the beginning, you know, it's it's basically we, a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs have an employee mindset. Of course, they come in. Yeah, they come in as an entrepreneur, but they're still thinking like an employee. And that's the reason why they say, oh, my nine to five. So now they own a job instead of owning a business. They own a job. And so that's that's the now when you get to people always say, well, you should work 
in on your business, not in your business. And the three hour workday is really the solution that I've found to do that. Um, and I do like to work. I mean, like now here's here's a caveat to that. When when you start a new division of your company or a new uh, project or new something new, like, I'm, you, you know, you're going to kick off a new funnel, whatever it is. Um, you might, you know, you, so, so I'll actually deviate. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start off my Nolly coaching club. Okay. So, and that kicks off in a month. So I might be putting in four or five hours a day or six hours while I, while that project is going on, but it's got a, a finite time. So I say, I'm going to do, I'm going to hustle for three months and then I'm going to pull back. I'm going to relax back into my three hour work day. Um, and you have the luxury to do that. Um, but you can do anywhere in between. I say, uh, for beginners, it's a three-hour time block where you just focus on lead generation for two hours in the morning, appointments in the afternoon, because there's only two big picture priorities that really will move the needle in your business, no, ma- no matter where you are. Um, and so it, so, so it's three hours of your workday is dedicated. Then intermediate is where you're working like five or six hours, but you're still doing three hours. And then advanced is like you just work three hours. Yeah. I, I, hey, we're, you're, you're speaking, yeah. you're preaching to the choir, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the thing is, though, so many people want to get into business and scale. People mm-hmm. want the three-hour workday. They don't understand you have to put in your dues. You have to yeah, put you in do. your time, man. Absolutely. But you and I, yeah, we both have put in the work. We both right. put, you know, in any business, in anything in life, you can't just show up and go, here I am. Let me right. let me do my two hours, three hours a day. No, man. Yeah. Any business, any new endeavor, you know, when it comes to coaching, when it comes to opening any new business, yes, you can leverage. Yes, you can scale. You can put, you know, yourself back, but you first have to make sure your cash flow and positive, make sure everything's yeah running right make sure you train your staff make sure exactly. you hired the right people That's and then right. you can scale then you yeah. can have the three-hour work day yeah, that's absolutely right. Because most people like I'll get people, you know, uh, coaching clients and students, they, they come to me, they say, man, I, you know, uh, I've had bad luck with hiring people, you know, my people, people I hire suck. And I just tell them, I say, you know, who sucks is you. You suck. Exactly. Uh, I hear that so many times in (laughs) in every industry. I can't hire. I can't hire people. They're they're all bad. Well, they don't want to understand. Maybe it's you're a boss. Not a leader. You you can't train right. You you give them a book on what they cannot do. You tell them you're under my thumb. You don't let yeah. them grow. You don't yeah. let them lead the way. You don't yeah. let them have their wings and show what they're capable of. That's right. Clearly, if you suck, who the hell's going to want to work for you, man? <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of times they hire the wrong person to begin with. You know, I, I believe you should hire the opposite of you, not not your a clone. of you. The only time you hire somebody exactly like you is when you're ready to exit the business, whenever that is. But mm-hmm. everybody else should really be the opposite. They're filling in the gaps for where you're deficient. You know, and so there's a way to hire. There's a way. Actually, every single person that I hire, because I get people, they say, well, I can't afford to bring on anybody. Well, what I've done, Omar, and I've always done this, is every single hire that I bring on, I make that person a revenue center. I make them a profit center. So what I do is I'll, I'll actually spreadsheet it out what I'm going to have them do for me. And 
Okay, so it's going to be eighteen hundred a, mo- a month for this VA. Okay, VAs are not that expensive uh, compared to hiring people stateside. So let's say it's going to be fifteen hundred a month, twelve hundred a month, eighteen hundred a month. So what I'll do is, let's say for example, they're going to do in my they're going to work in my real estate business because I have three businesses. They're going to work in real estate, and I've, I'm going to have them doing contract to close, and I'm going to pay them eighteen hundred a month. Well, I know that. They're, they're going to have a lot of extra time because I've only got X number of transactions and they could actually, their bandwidth, they could actually do another seven to 10 transactions if I had them. And so I'll just, for lack of a better term, I'll pimp them out. So I'll say, hey, if you need Omar, who I'll send it out to some of the top people, top uh, uh, producers, and I'll say, I've got a gal, I've trained her, she's great. And it's $300 per deal if you want to use her. And, uh, and then I'll just basically, if she does seven deals, on the side, in addition to my deals, um, then now she's just paid for herself. So there's a lot of techniques that I use like that. I have another technique where I actually charge a transaction fee in the in the real estate space for every uh, business. I mean, for every transaction, it's six hundred dollars. So if I do three deals, that pays for my admin, and then I can do as many deals as I want over that, and they're completely paid. So so there's a lot of different strategies that I that I've implemented and I teach on how to when you hire a person, how to turn them into a revenue center where 20% of their time is dedicated to the profit. Like you could even build a funnel for that person and put them over that funnel. They like, they do all the sort of the administrative and the, uh, even, even a lot of the, um, you know, uh, work behind answering questions and, and, you know, uh, things like that. People have questions. So they, they, they do all the customer service behind the funnel and that funnel could pay for their position, you know? So there's a lot of strategies like that uh, because I believe that people should uh, bring on leverage sooner than later. That makes sense. The thing, not only when it comes to hiring, the reason why a lot of entrepreneurs are doing it wrong, there, there's three reasons. One, yeah, like what you said, they, they want clones of themselves. Right. Clearly, if you hire, if one organization has 50 of the same type of people, like-minded people. Well, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of holes because nobody's perfect. That's right. one. Number two, why am I going to train them? The lack of training because they live in scarcity and they're like, if I train this guy, <laughs> he's going to go leave. He's right. going to be my competition. Or why, why am I going to train them? Why, you know, so, so he can eventually leave. They all leave. So that's two. Yeah. And the third right. one, they hire base on <laughs> lack of employees they, they hit the danger right. zone they panic right. what they do yeah. is they, they grab a mirror because and they put it right underneath the guy's nose for the girl's nose yeah. to see if they're breathing that mm-hmm. doesn't matter their qualifications <laughs> and they're yeah. like you're hired because of that yeah. man that, those, yeah. those are they're your three three main reasons why oh i hate yeah. these i i you know right yeah. I, I, and, I can't find employees. Yeah. And we call we call that a desperation hire. And 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 that's that's when most people do, that's when most people hire is is actually when they are desperate. They're at that desperate, yes. you know, point. Always. Sure. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually what I'm look, I'm actually uh you know, those of you guys listening to audio, um, you you don't see this, but I'm actually looking for um I'm going to see if I can find it while we're talking there. I have a, uh, an actual, uh, sort of a step-by-step of the three hour workday. And, um, it, you know, 
it's interesting about the three hour workday. I'll just kind of tell you how that came about uh, in terms of me teaching it. So, you know, Steve Carlos and, and of course, Hank Norman, you know, our, our good friends over to market media, um, they started working with me and they, they, you know, found me and, you know, YouTube and stuff. And they were like, man, this guy's pretty good. He wears a cowboy hat. It sounds like he knows what he's talking about a little bit, uh, but we can't figure out what he does. Like he's talking about everything, spirituality, business, you know, entrepreneurship, real estate, you know, cause I have three businesses. And so I would just go on, you know, not really any purpose or direction. I just, I'm just having fun, just teaching people. I love to teach. So they were like, okay, we're going to figure out what it is that, what's your superpower? Like, what do you, you know, and I'm thinking, well, I could teach, you know, whatever, you know, I'm, there's a bunch of stuff that I'm, because quantum physics is my favorite subject. I'm also a Bible teacher. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place. So, uh, but I read a book a week. So I'm one of those guys anyway. So they were like, man, um, and I kept telling them like, okay, this next week I'm going to be in Florida. We're going to be in Florida for six weeks. And then from there we headed to, we got to go to Nashville for a couple of days. And then I'm in. And so then I'd be talking to them like, man, where are you at today? I say, oh, today I'm in, I'm in Mexico. They say, okay. So next week I'm in Puerto Rico or next week I'm somewhere else. And they're like, man, what? So they started asking me more about like how I live. Like, how are you getting all this stuff done? I said, well, it's my system. I have this person that does that, that. And I, I showed them my checklist and my system. And they said, well, how much do you work? So I started sharing with them. Well, I do the three hour workday and here's how it looks. And I do this. And I showed them my calendar schedule. And they said, man, you should be teaching that. I said, teaching what? Like teaching people to live how you live. I was like, that's boring. Like, like <laughs> teaching people to, like, like I have a boring, like it, it might be sexy to some people, but I mean, to me, it's just my life like that. I want to teach them quantum physics and how to get, you know, how to elevate your brain and how you, you know, neuroplasticity and all this. They said, no, we think you should be, that's, 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 you know, that you're actually living and doing. I said, yeah, this is what I do. So I'd be at the beach and see the key or I'd be. And so uh, they, they, that's how we came up with the three hour workday. Like this is man, you should teach other people to work the way you work. And I was like, Hmm, I never really thought about that, but okay. And so that's, that's actually how it came about, man. And um, it's actually, I love it because what I re- what I didn't realize, Omar, is that to do what I've done, I've never put a system behind it. Like first you have to hone your superpower. And then like, how do you get to the point where you're working a three hour work day? You know, I, it never really, I never really thought about it. It's just the life I live. And uh, because when I when I made my first million dollars when I was 29, okay, I made a couple million dollars and I and it it was it felt really good. But that I had always wanted to make millions and I was making it. And then it was like, hmm, I don't feel that much different. So then when I got into real estate and I started making millions again, six, seven figures, uh, then it was like so. So I had I said, there's got to be more to it, you know, than just making millions of dollars because. I like having money. Now I tried broke. I didn't like that either. Uh, but, but uh, I like, I like wealth a lot better, but it, it just gave me options and it, it wasn't, you know, I want to have a great life and have money, you know what I'm saying? So, so I started realizing that that's when I started got, getting on this journey of um, what does it really take to do that? Do I have to hustle and grind to do it? Because you can actually the first way that I became a millionaire was through hustle and grind. Then the second way I became a millionaire was through, through ease and flow. So there's hustle and grind or ease and flow. 
Okay. I like ease and flow better, man. Uh, there's a, there's a quote by Gary Halbert where he said, he talks about, um, properly exploited one, one good idea that occurs while taking a walk on the beach could be worth more than 10 lifetimes of hard work, wow. you know, and this is so true because many entrepreneurs, they don't take the time. Hey, you want to go out to the beach? I'm done with my work day. Like when we get done today, Omar, I'm done. My, my work day is finished. And so I say, Hey man, it's one, one you want to go to the beach? Nah, dog, I got to go work. I got to, I got to put it in, but see what they don't realize is they could go out to the beach and boom, they just got their next $10 million idea because their, their brain is so filled with the menial tasks that they're doing that they don't have the bandwidth to create new and fresh ideas. Also though, Dolly, we, we, we were all raised and, and most entrepreneurs, you know, work hard. And even if you're not, you know, it's all about the hustle. It's all about yeah. the grind, but you know what, yeah. when you're depositing that money, the banker, the bank chase, you know, Wells Fargo, they don't care how yeah. you made it. That's and, right. and, and when you're living your life and you're living it up, they're not, they don't care if you sell plastic, those, those little straws that you put in the drinks. They don't that's care. Right. That's the way you made your millions. They don't care yeah. if you had to hustle. They don't care if it was a, a one minute idea. It's right. all about the results, man. I don't know why That's so it. many people, Nolly, are like, well, I, you know, you need to hustle. You need to grind. You need the, you know, this old adage that if you're not there 24 seven, married to your business, married to your store, someone else is running your business and taking from you. That, that's like scarcity, man, because yeah, I, it I, is. I, I, you, you said it best. Your your body language, everything changes when you talk yeah. about when when you're that what you're doing is your true passion, going right. to be doing other things. My 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 true passion, nobody's passion, I don't think, is saying, hey, you know what? I can't wait to do more sales presentations. I can't right. wait to make a couple of hundred phone calls today. I can't wait to know where my next commission check is. No, man, that, that's no. cool. Everybody's passion yeah. is what they do afterwards. The, the problem right. is when people live your passion is, and I, I, I laugh because I tell people my passion's LSU football, but I, I, I live in Miami because I want to. <laughs> and I love to snowboard. Yeah. If that's my passion, yeah. living my right. passion doesn't mean to try to market it here. It means Correct. to create money and then I can go watch LSU play. Then I can go right. snowboarding. It doesn't Correct. mean, hey, let me go open up a shop here and, and, right. and starve myself to death. But, you know, that's, that's right. live so you can enjoy your passion. And that's Correct. what you're that that's what resonates with you. And that's what you're trying and not you're trying. You are teaching others to live. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not even I'm not trying hard to do this because it's like, you know, I've, I've done it the other way and it does work. But what what I found, man, is that um, it you know you the, the the money's there in your account, but there's more of an empty feeling about it. This is more fun. Like I had my one of my coaches was talking to me. Um, we're we're looking at another guy that is in our in in our real estate organization, and he's killing it, man. I mean, he's in his twenties. He just bought a two hundred thousand dollar. Uh, watch uh, a two hundred thousand dollar watch, Omar. He and he's showing it and stuff like that. And hey, he great guy. It. Yeah, he earned it. I love that guy. I love the guy. And and he's like, yeah, one day I'm going to grow up 
and, and I'll probably buy a house instead of a watch like this, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, it, and it's great. And I'm seeing myself like that. I was, I was there. I was, I, I did stuff like that. And, um, but, but, but one of the things my coach said, he says, did you notice that he never smiles in his YouTube videos? I said, no, I guess I didn't notice that. So he said, what? He said, yeah, he never smiles in his videos. And I'm like, cause I laugh all the time. Like I have a good time with, and, and I'm not knocking him. He might just be a serious guy. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to judge him about it, but my, my guy is uh, an expert in, in, in body language and behavior, body behavior and stuff like that. He could, and even when I meet with him, that you know, he's great, he's great in sales, by the way, man. Oh man. I started scratching like that. He says, he knows every single thing that I do. He knows, or my eyes start twitching. He already knows like, Hey, something's going on with a female figure in your life. Let's just talk about this. You know, I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> We, we all know those problems. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, ho- I'm like, not, ha- I don't want to move. Cause he, he studies sacred, a thing called sacred body language because every, every, the way God wired us is every movement that we do ha- has meaning to it. It's a, there's oh, a reason behind it. Um, even, but you got to read the signs and stuff. So, so like that. So anyway, um, man, you're easy to talk to. We, we just, we just have, con- we just having a conversation. Uh, wait, and I, wait, I love wait, it. Dude, that's, that's my, you know what? And it's funny because I, I've had people tell me, well, I don't it, you love me or hate me, man, but it's original. I don't fit in any, in any box. I remember yeah. some guy telling me, well, I want more marketing. I want more EBITDA. I want more. So you want me to, to cater to you and have everybody else fall asleep? No, we're yeah. learning a lot, man. We're learning a, a lot. One, right. we learned you fell. You made your money. You lost yeah. it all. You didn't play victim. You got right. off your ass. You didn't blame circumstances. Mm-mm. You got, you hustled, you, you got back up. That's yeah. one thing we, we were learning how to scale, how to yeah. live our life instead of yeah. working to live, you're, you know, that, that same yeah. Uh, yeah, live yeah, to yeah. work or whatever. Right. And, right. and that's, I, I do it, but I can connect with people. I connect with you, man. Yeah. Now, it, yeah. it's, it's way easier with you. There's people out there that, you know, it, it, it flows, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to, to get off this call. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll never text them. You know, we text each other. We yeah, laugh. Exactly. But, yeah. but that's, that, that's my superpower. That, and we're going to hang out. We're going to hang out together. You know, when I'm in my sure. so for sure. My, you know, my whenever, aunt whenever in I'm in Austin, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Or Puerto Rico now that we're buying a house there. So, yeah. Hey, hey man. I, well, not, nothing wrong with that. I, I love Puerto Rico. I've, I haven't been yeah. there since um, the world changed. And I, I yeah. joke, uh, you know, by saying that, dude, you know, looking, you, you haven't even promoted yourself, man. You, you promoted the three hour work day, but you didn't, yeah. you didn't promote. How do we find out about this course, man? Because we're yeah, working so, like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. So I didn't have to learn the hard way. <laughs> you, you know, what you're doing is you're compressing, you're scaling. Correct. Time, time Correct. That's, that's, never There you gone. go. I, I, I learned, but I can't get that time back. And right. that's what people don't understand. When you hire a coach, when you hire somebody to show you the right way. Yeah. They're saving you the most valuable resource and the more, most scarce resource, and that's absolutely, time. absolutely. You know, it's interesting because um, when you when we talk about 
you know, business owners helping. I'm I'm called the business healer. And uh, we, we had talked earlier about, you know, I, I kind of half jokingly said, you know, you suck as a business owner, uh, you know, trying to hire people. And, it, and it, I, I say that tongue in cheek, but but the truth is um, there is a way you can actually learn how to let me just put it this way. Most businesses, Omar, and you're you're the same way because you were in, you know, the the auto industry and right. You were in the auto automotive. No, no, that's what, Grant Cardone. <laughs> yeah, but I, well, no, that's, I, that, I, that's your I was in sales as a financial advisor. And then okay. after that, I was, um, I owned, um, five quick service restaurants. I'll give them a plug. Gotcha. Okay. okay. 20 years. So, so you, you were, yeah. So the car business is crazy, but yeah, you were in, you, you basically, you had five different, five. uh, yeah. And so five, five of those and two, um, super cuts. Now, now it was a franchise or, or just, oh yeah, all franchise yeah. because you know at yeah. the time, like most goofy people, they don't yeah. understand they have the tools already. That's a, right. a lot of times we feel like we need the crutch in order yep. to by, by paying the vig, by paying yeah. the the franchise fee, by by paying yep. royalties. But now, <laughs> and you're gonna laugh because I, you know, I this is like the anniversary. I think it was like five years ago. Cause I saw on my Facebook, I had a, a one-on-one with Gary V and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I can't talk like that. But in that New York past, like, <laughs> you need to be the, the franchise expert. You yeah. need to have a podcast on how to own and operate franchises. I didn't believe in them anymore. You know? It, oh it, it, yeah. It, yeah. And my, my soul, my heart, that wasn't my purpose. So I love no. you, Gary, but you know, I, I don't yeah. believe, you know, yeah. I believe, yeah. I, 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 I believe that Nolly, you'd be successful in any business. I believe Correct. you don't That's need right. a franchise. You don't need this. You don't need that. Yeah. A lot of times people are too fearful and don't believe in themselves, but man, right. you have all God, God created us. God created Absolutely. us in his image. He didn't create Absolutely. mediocrity. He didn't create right. Nolly to, to, you know, to suffer. He didn't create right. me to live paycheck to paycheck. He, yep. If we're in his image, he created us all in greatness. We just pretend Absolutely. we don't have the answers. We pretend, That's right. you know, we, we, we yeah. need help. We pretend it, I, I tell people, you know, I, I don't know how to lose weight. I'm waiting for the new diet. I'm waiting for the new biggest <laughs> Uh, loser season yeah but, yeah but you know there, there's a whole barnes and noble just pick one book because if you stick with something yeah it yep. works but instead you know everybody is waiting for how to make a relationship work how to do this you know what it's all within us and it's called common sense yeah it is it, it's yeah common sense is not that common by the way <laughs> but but yeah Heck no, yeah man. <laughs> but, but the thing is, you know, like I could, I can go into any business and let's say they have, you know, small business has three, four, eight employees, whatever it is. And they're like, man, I can't get these people to do anything, but I can actually go in and turn the business around. Okay. And have all those people because, because of the leadership, the level of leadership where it was before and, it, and not even have to hire new people. I could have the same team and just put them where they need to go. Maybe they need to be adjusted a little bit what they do, but actually train them correctly. Okay. And that business will be humming like a well-oiled machine. When you look at the fact that 80% of small businesses fail within, you know, X number of years, a few years, whereas 80% of franchises 
succeed, like a restaurant franchise, Chick-fil-A. What I actually did, I, I studied this meticulously and I was like, how is it that small businesses fail whereas franchises succeed? And I and and I came up with a system, and this is what I shared uh, with 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 Steve. And he's like, we ain't teaching that, you know, because he's like, we I used to call it like how to run your independent business like a franchise, right? Because there's so many great things that franchises bring. Oh, to the yeah. business outside of the franchise here. fees. Yes. Outside yeah. the franchise. Well, I, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. So, so the eight pillars I came up with is mindset. They teach you how to think correctly. Activities. They teach you how to do the right things in your business to get the results. And then leverage people, how to hire the right people, have the right, they give you the right systems. They give you the right tools to use and then money. Okay. They teach you how to have the right money. You know, the numbers, they teach you, what the numbers should look like in your business. Accountability, you have extreme accountability, which most entrepreneurs are not accountable to anyone except themselves. And it makes a poor accountability partner. And then they give you the training, okay? So these are the eight pillars that that really that franchises offer. And because we know, Omar, that if, if our numbers aren't hidden, we're going to get a call from corporate, right? A call, always, and we're going always, to get a discussion. Then, then what happens if they're still not hidden a month later? What happens? Well, the thing is, you're going to get a visit at some point. You're going to get a visit oh, to your they, store. They, they visit you whether you're, <laughs> you're rocking or you're not rocking. No, right? not. You're going to get so you're going to have extreme accountability. And so uh, so I started teaching this as an overall body of knowledge to entrepreneurs of how to run your business like a business. OK, and then I started teaching them that we do also have four bodies. We have a spiritual body, a mental body, a physical body and an emotional body. And if you have, if you're out of sync in any of your bodies, your four bodies, then you're, you're not integrous. Integrity means to be whole. Mm -hmm. And so if I, if, if I, if I asked you, Hey, what are your goals? What's your 10 year goal? And you say, I want to do that. And I say, well, do you have the health to get you there? Hmm. Not really. You know, you can have 5 million in the bank or be, or be making five, 10 million a year and be on dialysis. How's that going to work for you? That's not too good. Of, 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 that, that's an uneven exchange. But you can't and buy so, health. yeah, you can't buy health. You can't buy health. So it really is a holistic approach. You know, so I actually teach the eight pillars, the four bodies. Um, and in, in the three hour workday that, you know, that's a whole body of work in and of itself. I'd say, you know, go to nolly.com and, and you can learn, you know, you, I drop a ton of YouTube. 90% of my stuff is free. <laughs> you know, I drop a ton we're, of stuff. We're, we're great souls, man. We, we don't yeah. see people as a checking account. No. And this is, do you, you want to know my opinion on why? Yeah, absolutely. Work, that being yeah, in yeah. please, please. I want to add that to it. it. Because the systems are in place and what we just spoke about, common sense. Mm. It's selling a product that has been tested that works. The problem is a lot, and, and you know, since they have the systems in place, they know about real estate. A lot of times, you know, oh, well, this is great. This is so cheap, this rent, even though there's zero foot traffic. Oh, it's in a mm -hmm. horrible location, no visibility, but I'll save money. That That's the, the entrepreneur. Or instead of, you know, here, we'll, we'll pick cookies. Mrs. Fields cookies. Oh, instead of Mrs. Fields cookies, that which everybody knows about. Oh, well. I bake my cookies and my aunt says these vegan cookies are the best in the whole wide world. So that, you know, they listen to their family and friends that have been lying to them, even right. though nobody else wants these cookies. So they, they're, they're, they're trying to sell a product 
that is inferior. Mm. Not only is it inferior, but it might be something that's like, you know, that not everybody wants, like a vegan mm-hmm. cookie and whatnot. Right. Yeah. I love and, what you said. It, it's, yeah. it's tested. It's tested. Tested and 100%. It works. And the systems and it works. are in place. And they're, right. they're the common sense. We're like, right. well, there's a reason why that rent is so cheap. And they're like, well, but it's so cheap. And when I become a millionaire, I'll be saving so much money. <laughs> you can't no, save I, yourself the way. I, like like yeah, I yeah. said, my background is, is in franchises. I don't have anything wrong with franchises. There's yeah. no such thing as a bad franchise, except there's bad franchise owners out there. And then there's also bad entrepreneurs. No, right. not everybody should be an entrepreneur. I've seen no. that, man. I've seen people fail in mom and pops. I've seen people fail in franchises. And it's not the systems. It's not anything. It's just not entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Yeah. Now you can, if you, if you have excellent leadership skills and you honed your leadership skills and you're really, really, really good at that, then you can actually suck in a lot of stuff and get the right CFO, the right CEO, oh, the right, yeah, yes. you know, but, team. But, but how, rare, how rare is that? Nolly? That's very rare because okay. they won't, they won't respect you if you don't have game, like game recognizes game. You know, <laughs> we already oh, know that. You're, you're gonna you know what I'm no, I, I sold, I sold my stores. To a woman that that worked at worked out with me at my gym for 10, 11 years, but she went into it telling yeah, my general manager, my managers, all the employees, hey, I, I'm just here. I just want to collect the money. I want to keep on working out. I have no interest in really being an owner. Present. And it's like, boom, mm. the inmates are running the asylum. Now, wow. my general manager, everybody knew I had skin in the game, knew I could do everybody's job. So they had my respect. They realized that if, you know, the shit hit the fan, hey, welcome, I'm back. But you see, that's somebody that clearly, and then was hating on me because things went south quickly. It's like, well, you just- They're going to go south. Yeah, because you have a shell- you have a shell business at that point. It's just a shell. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Not everybody. And and th- this is the travesty too, Omar. Nobody talks about this, but it's a travesty that a lot of people will see these shows and they're like, oh, if I just hustle, if I just work harder, if I just do this. And they think that that level, but they have no people skills. They're not actually likable. You know, uh-huh. I mean, that goes a long way, man. You know, you <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they, they, they've watched too much TV. They've watched too yeah. many movies where, you know, the, 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 the morons over his head, he buys like a dying business. Right. And, and then, you know, he, he hires like the, the, the hot chick that he falls in love with. And then they, they go from hustle to all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're the next Warren Buffett. You know, they're, they're exactly. getting ready to open up Warren uh, Berkshire Hathaway Jr. You know, it, it's, yeah. but people are so delusional, man. You know, know, that's why I, I, I smirk and it, it, it hits, man, because I see people losing their life savings because they have these delusions of grandeur that, or they have that's these right. delusions that it's so easy. It's not right. easy, man. You know, sometimes maybe you're just cut out to collect that paycheck. Yeah. You said, hey, I haven't worked for anybody and I haven't worked for anybody in forever. And, and yeah. you know, thank God we see yeah. the bigger picture. And right. that's not you know, we're, we're the boss, we're, we're the leader. We're, we're not yeah. the, 
we're not the employee. But some yeah. people, man, we, we can give them all the business tips. We can give them all the business development, personal yeah, development. Man. They're just all the how to for it, man. They're the, just not. It's, yeah. It's and it, like the 10,000 hour, the 10,000 hour. Okay. I'm five, eight, Nolly. I, I was horrible at sports in high school, junior high, growing up. You know, I, I work out like a mf and, and I ran plenty yeah. of marathons, but never, you know, I was never an athlete. Well, yeah. according to 10,000 hours, if I would have put in all that time, I would have been able to play first base for the Yankees. I would have no. been able to do whatever. No, man. No, you, man. I mean, you could, talent. you, you could, if you, if you hone in on your superpower on your and superpower, then you, correct. Yeah. And then you spend the time developing that, then yeah, you could. Oh, that dude, then you're, then you're you on your way to success. Oh yeah. But, yeah. but you know, that's what I'm saying. Hone in on your superpower. Not everybody's superpower is to wake up at zero every day. Right. You know, so right. sometimes That's some right. people are, are are meant to be the you know the worker bee, the worker ants. I'm you know you, it hey, takes all types you, to run the world. Exactly, I, I, exactly. Know, I gotta, man. That's why you know don't don't waste your time, don't waste your energy, and clearly don't waste your life savings if you know being an entrepreneur is not yeah. for you. And that's fine, man. There's other ways of creating wealth. And guys, you're listening to this, you know, you know, what if it did work? You, you know, you, you're listening to this and, and Omar spitting truth here. I, I've not heard. I'll be honest about this. I've not heard very many people talk about that. Not most, you know, not everyone's cut out to be probably not. Most people are cut out to be entrepreneurs, you know, um, and so this I, I appreciate you sharing that because scripture says, tell, you know, tell the truth in love. And it's in love. I mean, you're not being hateful or spiteful. No, we didn't ask. We didn't ask to be entrepreneurs and leaders. You know, there's many a day where I'm like, I don't. I I, I kind of would would trade sometimes. You know, not not in. But there was many a day coming up the mountain. Oh, right? there, there was many a day when the economy went south. Whew, that that I was like hating life. That I wasn't back in corporate America. But you know yeah. what, I, I, Nolly, the. You and I, we're blunt. We're honest. Yeah, you have to be. I'm, we're not trying to sell like that saying. We're not trying to sell ice cream. We yeah. can't be loved by everybody. I would rather have somebody go, you know what? That Omar guy is a dick, but at least yep. I didn't open up my, my own business. because <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and lose your life savings. Yeah, instead of going, hey, you know what? Everybody, you know, come on down, hire me. And, and we're going to make millions on whatever, whatever business you want to be in. I remember that we uh, there used to be a thing. The government we used to throw throw this out. Everyone should be a homeowner. Everybody should own a house. Well, we 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 found out pretty quick that not everybody's cut out to own a home. <laughs> you know, there's uh you know and and you know I, I'm not against somebody having a place to live, but not everybody. I mean, I, I've I've sold some properties where I'm like, this person should never. They were just made to rent. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. But, but but then you you feel bad, man, because you, do. Yeah. you did you you have a job. You our, our purpose is to help. And yes, right. when I was a in the franchise, my business my my goal was to get as out as much money out of my customer, whether it was through upselling, whether it was to sell vitamins, whether it yeah. was to sell them something I knew they didn't need. But you yeah. know, I, I needed money. But right. and you know I, I lived that way when I was a financial advisor. Well, I I, I want to sell them something based on the highest 
commission check. And, and you know, I, I had that aha moment. And that's why you and I, we have plenty of yeah. free information. Everybody's got yeah. a lot of free information. A lot of times people lie to themselves. Oh, well, you know, we, I don't know how to find the information, man. Growing up, we didn't have all this information. We, we would have been, we would have been way further ahead of the game. Oh, man. Oh, man. I was just thinking <laughs> my, my buddy was showing me business. Everything. I mean, my buddy was just showing me TikTok and, uh, you know, how he uses it for his business and everything. And I was like, man, if I had this when I had my record label, I mean, we didn't even have the Internet. I mean, that's sad. I mean, that that's that's really dating it. But when I first started my record label, we didn't there was you couldn't even have a website because there was no Internet. I mean, this is in 1992. So uh, yeah, I graduated yeah. college without using a computer. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 that, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, people wow. now use that excuse, but heck, growing up, if you, if you were suicidal and you wanted to use, you wanted to buy Anthony Robbins' personal power, you'd have to wait to see what time the infomercial was on, like at 2 a.m. Yeah. You would yeah. order it. It would be like three, 21 days delivery. Hopefully four to six weeks, a lot yeah. four, four to six or, weeks or a rush order there. for like 15 days or something like that. Now, now, yeah. man, you, not only I, we could go, we could YouTube. People would rather watch cats surfing or two guys kicking each other in the balls. Yeah. Then all the knowledge, free knowledge that's on YouTube, that's on Facebook. Instead of using Facebook as a tool, they're too busy saying, I, I hate Joe Biden. I hate Donald yeah. Trump. Here's my right. my my platform. No, man, get off your platform and learn exactly. how to make your own money. <laughs> right. I, 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 uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine who's a Ph.D. And I asked him, we were, we we're out for a walk. And um, I said, uh, John, I said, how much does it cost? to get a Harvard education. He thought about, he says, I don't know, 50, 60 a year. What He started trying to throw out numbers. I said, actually it's free. And because Harvard puts their classes online. I said, now to get the diploma, you got to pay for the money to get the certificate. You want that diploma? Yeah, you got to pay, but the knowledge is out there already. So you could, you, so what you're saying, Omar, all the knowledge is out there. You know, this is this is nothing new. We've amalgamated the information and put it into a more palatable, uh, you know, resource for people. Oh, but yeah. yeah, but it's common sense. I like what you said. It just goes right it, back to that. It, 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 it is common sense. Well, yeah, I've heard. Oh, how do I I don't know how to be a, a better husband, better wife. Oh, <laughs> Well, you know, besides the, all the free information that's out there, why don't you use common sense? You know, if you're right. a guy, try not to watch three football games on Sunday, two more on mm. Saturday, and Monday through Friday, you're on ESPN and you're playing fantasy football. Maybe give some time to your to your wife and your kids. Maybe that's mm. common sense. Or uh, I can't yeah. I can't lose weight. It, it must be my genetics. No, it's got to be that large pizza, the McDonald's, the going out, the six pack you're drinking, the Coca Cola products. You know. Going to In-N-Out yeah. Burger, going to Whataburger whenever you're in Austin, and <laughs> you know about it. Oh man! Uh oh! Yeah. He just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This guy. My, my, my ex-wife's from 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 Texas, so okay, you know, all, yeah, I was like, Texas, and, and I went to school in Louisiana, so you know, uh, it, most people don't know about that Whataburger now. Oh man, you, 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 what Whataburger is like. <laughs> like heaven it, it, it's in between in and out burger and heaven in and out you have to yeah. go out west 
What a burger. Right. It's in the middle. You go to Texas. Although we have in and out now. I know. I know. In, in, uh, in, in, in Austin, yeah. I think, and in Dallas. Yeah. It's starting yeah. to move. Yeah. And it's a great, yeah. it's a great organization. They have our 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 views, Christian views. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they're they're wonderful. Yeah. You know, I I I you know, and I know we're probably at time, but you know, I, I became a follower of Christ, man, when I was 18. And I had, you know, I left home when I was 16 and I went, I was abused as a kid. You know, I was beaten. I was uh, uh, whipped. My mom has is bipolar and she was just mean, man. I don't know a better way to say it. She's, she's not mean anymore. I mean, thank God I'm high-fiving her. And, well, and uh, she's the power of prayer, man. Amen. Amen. And she, she was, she just, you know, she had a lot of stuff rough in her life and all that, but the, the bottom line was I, I ran away from home at 16. I was homeless for two years. I just lived from friend to friend. And eventually um, I, I, I got into a situation where um, I was, I was started selling drugs because that's how I was the only way I knew to make money. And um, when I was out one day, there was a big raid in the projects where we were and my buddy got busted. Uh, he was out on parole for, for dope dealing. This is in the 1980s. In uh, in Los Angeles, and it was it was rough back then. And uh, he they he there was a basically like there was a war on drugs, and it was his third strike, and he was out. He got life in prison. And so I got to thinking. I said, man, I get, there's got to be something better than what I'm doing here. I got I got to I can't I don't want to go to prison. I got I got to do something different. And lo and behold, I had a Bible. I started reading through the Book of John, and uh, I was just led to Christ by Christ Himself. Uh, by the time I got to John 15 in verse five, it says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me I, and I in him, you'll bear much fruit. But without me, you can do nothing. And I said, man, that's why my life is not shaping up because I don't have I don't have this dude, this homie, you know. And so little by little, man, I just started uh, changing my life. My uncle invited me to come visit him in Austin. I wasn't going to move here. I packed an overnight bag to or, you know, weekend bag was going to be here for a few weeks. And I've never left, never left. And I got plugged in the church. And um, there's a lot of stuff we could talk. We could have a whole nother show where I could tell you all the stuff that I don't like about the church. Because the church, <laughs> the church is kind of, we could talk about them too. But, 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 uh, but church, all churches, man, every denomination, all of them, it's all of them. It's all made. It's, it's man. We're flawed. It's man-made. It's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's an institution just like anything else. So, of course. so I, I keep it. Christ centered, but I don't follow like a certain dogma or doctrine. And I, I judge people based on how they act. Actions speak out of the word. Period. I, I, I've period. had, I've had, I know atheists that are more Christ like yep. than That's those exactly right. that have to tell me every five minutes if they're Christian. Because if you're telling That's somebody right. that you're Christian, <laughs> clearly, you know, the, you, it's right. Mother <laughs> Teresa wasn't always saying I'm Christian every no. no. It's because deep no, down no. inside, you know, you're, you're a bad person, man. Yeah. 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 But I no, mean, man, in our group, I mean, with, yeah. with, with, with my group that I run here, I mean, we have Muslim, we have, obviously we have Christian Muslim, uh, we have Hindu, we have, uh, uh, Jewish. I was hanging out with a guy, uh, and he started talking, he was talking a different language. I said, man, what language is that? He said, oh, it's Yiddish. And I've known the guy for a couple of years. He's been part of our coaching organization. And I said, you're Jewish. He said, yeah, I'm Jewish. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was high five and we always hug each other and everything. He's not down with Jesus, but he's down with with everything. I mean, he's just but, but he's, we just he, love each other. 
he he's being more Christ-like, man. By absolutely, absolutely. I don't judge. I, I care less if a person says they're Buddhist. It's like yeah, how do it doesn't I see matter to me. People, how you treat absolutely, me, you know, absolutely, because clearly, you know, people's views are are, are kind of flawed, man. It's like yeah, oh, you ain't completely. you ain't Peter, you you ain't John, and those guys were flawed, you know. Man, those guys were gangsters, boy. I, I know Peter was, boy. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what people people are reading, but but yeah. heck, you know, I, I tell it whenever somebody wants to judge me, I'm like, you know, <laughs> Jesus hung out. He didn't hang out in Rome with the emperor. He hung out wow. with the most flawed people because absolutely we're flawed, and that's why when somebody, you know, oh well, let's hate this group or that group. Man, we're all human, man. That's why. Absolutely. That's why every church is flawed. We're all yeah. human, man. That's right. That's so right. no, I mean I. I, I'm flawed. You know, I have I have views that I believe that are probably wrong. You know, I'll find out later. Like, oh, I was wrong about that. No problem. I, I, I know I'm flawed. If anything, I can ask my ex-wife. She'll, she'll give them. <laughs> that'll be like a, a TED talk or that'll be like a, yeah. a two-hour podcast. <laughs> just just press mute and let her let her go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So what's what's the best way to people to find you, anyways? No, you know, I'm, I'm on Instagram, you know, nolly.williams. Uh, my website is easy. K N O L L Y nolly.com. That's where like everything nolly lives, all the stuff that I do. And I would say that's the best. If you want to look me up on YouTube, I try to drop a video every day on YouTube. Uh, that's nolly.tv. And, uh, so any, any of those, you know, Instagram, YouTube, or just go to my website. You know, YouTube, I've, I've been trying to do it and grow it, but it's humbling, man. You know, it I, is I, I, every other platform I can get people, but I only have like 10 um, subscribers on, on YouTube. Man, you got like, I was looking you up on Instagram. I'm like, man, this guy got 60,000 people following or whatever it is. And, and I've, I've had the same experience with Instagram. I'm just having gotten traction there, but YouTube is picking up better than for me. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's all about time in the game man and it's that's right we we all suck at no matter what we first start doing and you, you have to yep. have humility you know that's Absolutely. why hey i laugh i only have you know a handful but you know yeah so it, follow me on instagram i'm trying to build my instagram right now i want to be exactly, like omar follow nolly <laughs> he, he he was a kid i know some of you didn't watch it but business rumble it, it's taped too so yeah. but but these are on on your website that's how we can um hire you this is how now do you do you do a seminar on the or is it like a yeah so i have i so what i so on the people that because really omar a lot of people are like man just give me the nuts and bolts and i did this all my career as a coach i would just tell them okay step one step two then you do step three but what i found omar is that i was giving them all the steps but they just weren't succeeding even though they were doing the stuff i taught and what i realized was that their mindset had it had to shift and so a lot of my coaching and training is you know, in the quantum field, but then also it's practical. Like this is how you actually, this is how I made my first million or how I did, how I just closed, you know, a million, two, three million last month or whatever it is. So um, I just finished a class called the three hour workday boot camp, And uh, I don't think we'll swing back around and do it, but we're going to basically make that available for low cost. If somebody wants to pick up on that, we, we met for about anywhere from one to two hours a week, one and a half to two and a half hours a week uh, for six weeks. This week is just the last week. So from A to Z, I'm going to teach you how to live the three hour workday lifestyle, no matter where you are in your business. If you're just getting started or you're all the way, you know, super successful, 
Um, you know, and so that, that will be on my website as well, that, that particular product. And then I have the Nolly coaching club. That's the, the, you know, that's, you, you can join for a dollar, try it out for 30 days. I I'm on every single week where I'm teaching you how to run a successful business. It's like a one-year curriculum basically. Mm -hmm. And it's 97 a month, you know? So if you, if you decide to stay, if you don't love it, you try it for 29 days, you're like, man, this sucks. <laughs> then you only paid a buck, you know, and then you just jump off. You know what? Not only the best investment is always the investment on yourself. That's so right. Think about it. It's not $97. Think about how much it costs the people not paying yeah. $97 a month. Absolutely. How, how much knowledge, you know, knowledge can't be taken away from us, man. Uh-uh. Uh -uh. And one-on-one -on -one coaching with me is 3000 a month. And that's why I realized, Omar, a lot of people can't afford that. And I get it. I, I get that. And that's why we came up with this other alternative that is, uh, you know, affordable for people. You know, you know what? They it's all about incremental steps. It's all about yeah. increasing. Yeah, they can only that's afford right. the $97. But once they start going, once they learn how to make more money yeah. and before they know it, the $3,000 a month, that's it's nothing. It's like, nothing, yeah. Yeah. Like Mina, when she came to me, she hadn't done a deal in eight months. Her husband was telling her, you're going to have to go back to your corporate job because we need money in this family. And when she partnered with me, she was like, Nolly, you're my last hope. I said, Mina, if you do what I do, what I tell you to do, say what I tell you to say, you're going to succeed. I knew she had what it takes. And um, she, within a few months, she was making money. Last month, she made, she'd been with me a couple of years already, but last month, she made over 50000 just last month, uh, this year, she'll make probably anywhere three to 400,000 and she works four hours a day. Okay. So she works a little more than, than I do, but I mean, she loves it. She, she loves it, man. I'm, I'm sure plenty of people would, would, would take instead of the three hour, the four hour work day and have, <laughs> yeah. have that level of success. You know, she was working 10 hours a day, man. And she wasn't getting any and traction. Making a lot less, right? A lot less, a lot less. It's all, it's yeah. all about working smarter. Not harder. Not harder. There you go. Ollie, you got it. Man, I love you. And, you know, I, I can talk to you for hours just because we, it is a conversation. And, you know, yeah. we're we like minded people, but I, I tend to get the hate whenever it goes past, like, I, I think we're like at an hour and 10, 15 minutes. Okay. But, yeah. Let's, let's, the call, vacation let's, CEO is in the house, baby. The That's vacation CEO. Hey, but, but any last parting words of wisdom for me? Yeah, the, the last the last part where, where the three hour workday really begins is honing in on your superpower. One of the best things that I did, I took the passion test. I've taken several tests, but I was like, what am I really passionate about? Number one, I'm passionate about personal development, working on myself, you know, working on me. And then my number two passion is teaching, coaching, paying it forward, giving giving back. And I didn't even know you could make money doing this, Omar, when I started. I, I just I just got so much thrill out of helping people improve their lives or, or omit mistakes that I'd made. And so when you hone in on your superpower, you know, when you read a book like the, the, the five biggest regrets of the dying, okay. Uh -huh. The five biggest regrets, the number one regret is I wish I had the courage to live a life that was true to myself, not the life of others expected of me. This is a lady that worked exclusively with people in their last 12 weeks of life. Like okay. hospice. And yeah, like hospice. Basically, it's in Australia. It's, they call it something different. But the second, you know what the number two regret of the dying is? 
I wish I hadn't worked so hard. That's the number two regret of people in their deathbed. So the way I look at it, um, and, and, and the third regret is I wish I'd allowed myself to be happier. And so when you look at the, the three-hour workday lifestyle, what I teach, I teach you how to make a quarter million or more a year, working three hours a day, four to five vacations a year, nights and weekends off, and how to be debt-free while you're doing it. And so what I look at, the way I look at it, Omar, is I'm really helping to alleviate human suffering. Because at the end of life, they're going to live a life that was worth living, a life by design, not a life by default. And it all starts with honing in on your superpower. Know who you are. Discover who you are. Become the best version of yourself. Read The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Start to start to know who you are. Become your the greatest version of yourself. And then from there, you can springboard and do whatever it is that you were brought into this realm and into this life to do. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it, brother. Nothing but love for you, man. Love you, brother. God bless you. And thank you. And at either South Florida or in Texas, Austin, brother, we'll hang out. Love and you, we're going to introduce you to my tribe, too. Sounds good. I love that. All right, man. Thanks. Later. Bye, y'all. I never told no one that. Oh, my gosh. I am so proud of you. You accomplished something. You know, most people buy books and they don't read the whole book. Not even on Audible. They'll maybe read. They'll dabble a chapter or two, but they won't go to the distance. And you know what? Congratulations. The same thing with podcasts. 2.8 million podcasts. You selected this one. We're like-minded people and you reached the end. You know what? Did you sign up for that webinar? You know which one I'm talking about. Omar Medrano. O-M-A-R-M-E-D-R-A-N-O dot com backslash webinar backslash. It's just ask for it. It's a whole new way of approaching sales. Been there, done that. Enough of the bullpens. Enough of calling two, 300 calls. Enough of stressing. Enough of being all bent and twisted, chasing people, chasing leads. Up at night, wondering where and when am I going to get the next sale? Because you know what? Tomorrow, just like in life, you start out at zero. This just asks for it. It'll double your referrals triple your leads, quadruple your sales. And you know what? The best part about this webinar is it's free. Omar, O-M-A-R, Medrano.com, backslash webinar, backslash. You know what? If you can't spell my name, just go omarmedrano.com. You'll find me. We found each other. You were meant for so much more. Thank you. Have an outstanding rest of your week. I never told no one that My whole life I've been holding back Every time I load my gun up So I can shoot for the stars I hear a voice like Who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind When I start thinking bold Like why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Didn't believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished You got a vision 
And let me say, I don't care if they your blood got the same DNA. They can't feel how you feel. They can't see what you see. Wanna change your life? You gotta change the way you think. The thoughts in your mind is the boss of your life. Nothing but good vibes every day. I'm thinking like, what if it deeper? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it deeper? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape. Is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.